Hey, boys and goyles. It's not Halloween, but it is the beginning of January, Ooh. which is scary enough. Ooh, spooky times. All right. This is uh, Welcome to Responding Fire, Kick-Ass Reverend Gaming Podcast from Alpha Idiots. I'm one of your hosts, Adam, peed in the pot at work, Gumbert. And today we have <laughs> <laughs> Chad, uh, something crazy in the middle, Michael Ennis. Oh, very good. Very good. Very clever. If people just, if they subscribed to our wallets, our specific wallets, they'd be able to join us in our homes for the pre-pre-show so they understand the Pete in my pot at work joke. But that's uh, that's between me, you, and my dog. No one else knows, and you'll never know. And our wallets, apparently. And our wallets. Uh, <laughs> Watch us on twitch.tv slash at Sunday evenings at 8.30 Eastern, YouTube and podcast services Tuesday at 9 in the morning. Chad, we've got a, a fun show for us. By the way, Alex isn't here because he's watching the best movie of the year, so I'm going to crack this can anyways. The best movie of 2023? Avatar 2 by James Cameron? Brought to you by Push, the novel by Sapphire? <laughs> <laughs> Aren't those credit cards? Uh, yeah, no, he's watching Avatar 2. By the way, I saw Avatar 2 last yesterday, I think. When we're recording this, have you seen it yet? Oh yeah, I saw it opening night, baby. Okay, big old like IMAX it? screen over in San Francisco. Yeah, fancy, right? I thought it was a technological marvel. The 3D was like flawless. It's incredible. There's some weirdness with the the frame rates varying, the frame rate stuff. but yeah. you get used to it, I guess. I thought it was the stupidest fucking military plotline, and we we don't need the military stuff in that movie anymore. Get it out, dig it up, get it out. And but uh, other than that, the movie was just like beautiful to watch. Real pretty. A lot of it's just crazy. Like, that movie was just like basically ninety percent CG. It's yeah, looks great. It's wonderful. Uh, but upcoming on today's show, not more Avatar talk. Maybe actually there could uh? be Avatar talk uh? if we wanted to. But we basically got some news from CES. We've got unions going on. But first, are the fucking shortages over? Ryan, Dirty come mouth on, Ryan man. Dinsdale. That guy at IGN.com. Uh, Sony has announced that its PS5 console has now surpassed more than 30, mil 30 million units sold, and the console shortage is now essentially over. Oh, baby. Go to the <laughs> store, go to Target, pick up the Rick and Morty Season 6 DVDs, and get a PS5 at the same time. <laughs> Walking uh, over certain bashing glass. Jim Ryan told me you would have PlayStations, and they don't today. You can blame Jim Ryan. Uh, SIE uh, President Jim Ryan revealed the new figure. At Sony CES Tech Conference, it's all quotes from Mr. Ryan himself. We truly appreciate the support and patience of the PlayStation community as we manage unprecedented demand amid global challenges over the past two years. Uh, PS5 supply uh, improved toward the end of the year, and I'm happy to share that December was the biggest month ever for the PS5 console. Sold more than 30 million units uh, through to con uh, consumers, not customers. I guess the same thing. Worldwide. Um, confident that, su uh, that supply issues are now completely solved, uh, Ryan added that everyone who wants a PS5 should have a much easier time finding one at retailers globally, starting from this point forward. So this man who sent emails about his dog is now telling you <laughs> you should be able to find one in store. So I guess and I would just say starting out, if this means that the global semiconductor issue seems to be mostly resolved, that's good for everybody. You can finally get a charger in your car now. Yeah, you can get a, a car that has USB ports in it, and they're not just empty ports in your car. Yeah, this is this is uh, all sorts of things. Like you know, Steam Deck is finally caught up, and they're really you can just order one on demand. Analog Pocket, they're like a little bit ahead of schedule shipping shit out. It's just like the the woes seem to be calmed. They seem to be thwarted. 
Um, so this is very exciting. This will hopefully, you know, 30 million units. They announced 30 million units. I was like, damn, you know what, though? Nintendo Switch has sold like 53,000 trillion million. So <laughs> that's um, true. So, but but hopefully now that they can actually create PS5s uh, and to keep up with demand, it'll shoot up a little bit higher. That's good all around. So people can finally get, again, like we, I think we mentioned it last week, how basically, well, it was a prediction I made that, you know, any games exclusives going forward, they're not even going to say PS4 exists. I think this is part of it. They're like, hey, if you want to care about these PlayStation games, go buy a PS5. You can kind of find one in stores now. You don't have an excuse. Yeah. Uh, which is Speaking good for of, me as someone who has it. My this this pissed me off the other day my sister my older sister not you know doesn't have any idea what's going on in the tech sector any idea about video games two days before christmas she texts my brother and i and says hey i think i might get chris a ps5 for christmas you know where i can get one last minute And we both laughed and we said, ha, 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 you are way behind. There's no way you're going to get it. And she goes on walmart.com, finds that there are two left in the whole city of Charlotte. And she goes and picks one up within like Dang. two hours. I'm like, fuck Charlotte's you. not even a small city either. <laughs> I know. So It'd be pissed. different if she lived in like Arlen, Texas. So it's like, of course you can get a PS5 at the local mom yeah. and pop five and dime fucking loves chicken shop or whatever <laughs> but charlotte that's pretty impressive she got it at walmart and charlotte yeah, I, I was so pissed it was like the the shit that i went through to get my ps5 the several months leading up to it oh my god that's because you want it on day one you know if you just wait and don't care you can get it much easier yep apparently she's proven that uh so yeah that's good good for people who want it um adam is echoing did you, fi- you fix I fixed that? it yeah okay Thank you, Smitty, for pointing it out. It's Chad's fault, and we can move on. And uh, never mention it again, because I don't want him to feel too bad about it. Uh, but yeah, that's it. Anything else Any interesting? I mean, cool. Sales numbers, you can get them. Dope. Dope, dope, awesome. dope. Hopefully, this means that anyone who wants a PSVR 2 can also get a PS5, because PSVR 2 is right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they're making enough for people who want those. Yeah. I mean, they have the parts now. And that's the thing. We were making the joke about Switches before, but like... The chips you need to make one PS5 makes like 30 switches. So there's going to be even more switches available <laughs> for everybody, you know? I'm just messing around. Uh, but we will go on to playtime, though. Playtime, mm-hmm, playtime, mm-hmm, playtime. Mm-hmm, We're mm-hmm. playing things on the playtime. Do you want me to start? You want me to start? Okay, yeah, go okay. Ahead. I, I will start with a game called High on Life. I told everyone last week mm. that I played like 15 minutes of it, and I was immediately sold. Adam, I played... I... I played maybe 15, 20 more minutes this week, mm-hmm. but I was in that game for about an hour. Yep. And I was, I, so I, I got back in the game. I went and talked to this guy with three eyeballs. He's supposed to be a bounty hunter. And he's like, hey, fucking, here's your suit. It was littered with ads. Oh, yeah, I pawned off my licensing fee because I needed some money. So go back to the pawn shop. And until you do, there's just going to be a bunch of ads popping up in your visor. And they were they were all silly, funny ads. So I sat yeah. there and waited for every ad to pop up so I could read them. And I dismissed them and kept doing that until I ran into the same ads again. And then I was just walking down the street in the city on my way to wherever I was supposed to go. And I just walked by this store and there was a TV playing outside the store. Mm. And I stood in front of that TV <laughs> and watched fucking commercials for almost 20 minutes, Adam, because there are almost at least 
you know, 20 minutes worth of commercials before I finally saw one again. They're not, they're like randomized, so it's not yeah, like random. you'll see, yeah. it's not a loop. But it's uh, it's that intergalactic cable episode of Rick and Morty where it's just yep. like a bunch of, it's like, do you have boogers in your nose? Uh, don't do that. That's gross. Ew. How about you put this spaghetti in there instead? Uh, no spaghetti. We are not affiliated with nose noodles. Those fucks took our product. <laughs> like, and I just watched <laughs> that shit. And then there's like, uh, hi, I'm I'm a comedian and I, and I prank call people and I'm Mr. Mr. Goofy and I call people and then he just like calls people. Hey, what's up? I'm Mr. Goofy and I prank call people. I'm like, oh, well, you just ruined it. And I just. It's total nonsense, and it's so <laughs> it's stupid. And I stood in the game and watched that TV of ads on the side of a building instead of doing whatever I was supposed to do for almost twenty minutes. Mm. And then Adam, I was like, oh, "Fuck it, I gotta make, I gotta make progress in this game." Yeah, a little bit. And I went and killed the first like boss, your first contract that you get in that game. Killed that kid. Killed, <laughs> killed the kid. Got the trophy that says you can't do this in Fallout because. <laughs> Your gun is like, man, I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to kill kids in video games, but this is wild. You were able to kill that kid. That's awesome. And then you find out he's 30, so he's not a kid. Anyway, <laughs> so I killed the first boss, and then I went back to claim my reward for my bounty, and the guy was like, whoa, I thought you'd be dead. Uh, go out and do this other thing. And I was like, okay. And I get the second quest, and I start walking through my home where the alien is just sitting on the couch, you know, watching TV, and the TV turns on. And I'm like, okay, what was on the side of the building was funny enough. I turn around, Adam, and the TV, it's like the intro of something called Tanny and the Teenage T-Rex. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, Classic. I can't wait to see what the hell this is. And then the, it, the credits start rolling, and it's Denise Richards. Mm -hmm. And it's actually Denise. I was like, holy fuck, they got Denise. Wait a minute, that's young Denise Richards. Where did they get this yeah. footage from? And then it says Paul Walker as Michael. And I was like, wait a minute, Paul Walker's dead. And then he shows up on screen. It was like, is this a real movie? There's a real movie from 1994 called Tammy and the T-Rex that they mm -hmm. play. That the alien in this house, like you're supposed to go out and, and this alien in the house just turns on the TV and starts watching Tammy and the T-Rex. And it plays the entire movie. I just, mm -hmm. I was just sitting there watching it with him, thinking, how long is this going to go? What a funny joke. And I was laughing. And then it kept going. And then it kept going. And 10 minutes into this movie, I finally Googled it and found out you can sit there and watch the entirety of the film. And it's not like it's, it's like big and plastered everywhere. It's just like a random NPC turns it on in the background on a TV in a house. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I just it's like, wild. this game is is fucking wild and i know that i'm going to spend the rest of my life in it and i'm going to want to explore every stupid joke so i am not going to play it anymore hmm. because i'm playing it right now through game pass one which expires in two days gotcha and i know i'm going to want to spend a ton of time exploring and, and fighting every nook and cranny in this thing so but i also like if i'm going to spend so much time in this game i want to get rewarded for it with a platinum trophy so i'm going to wait to continue playing this game until it comes to playstation they have not confirmed that it is, but Justin Roiland was on Kind of Funny Podcast, and when Greg asked him about it, he was just like, oh, man, come on. It's, I mean, it's on Xbox right now. Go play it on Xbox. And, oh, yeah. and from I'm that, guessing I six like, oh, months yeah, or a year or it's something. It's going to become a PlayStation be pretty soon. So, What I will say, though, Chad, is that, yes, you can watch it on the TV in the house. What if I told you there's a movie theater in the game where you can actually just watch all the movies on a movie theater? No way. And you can That's... watch Tammy and the T-Rex on an actual, like, it'll fill your screen, like, properly. 
That's fucking wild. That's so yep. stupid. That's the only point <laughs> of it. it you so can just much. you can go to a movie theater and that's the only point is to watch the bad movies that they put in the gaming. It's pretty good. That's they're multiple. Wild. I think there's four movies. They're all awful. <laughs> like fun, can't be bad, awful movies. <laughs> yeah. The fact that you see Taming the T-Rex first was like, oh, I know what this is, and that's wild that this is a thing in this game. But yeah, that's cool. It's so stupid. I love it. Um next up. I was like, all right, I got I to play something other than Destiny. Obviously, playing the usual mm. Destiny. We did a raid this week. We didn't um, vow the disciple. I got a cool patch because I completed the triumph that allowed me to buy a patch for $15 plus like $700 shipping. And it'll come here in eight months. So Wow. It's a lot of shipping. It's, yeah. <laughs> That's how they get you. But I was like, I got to play something else. And so I, I was tossing between... Final Fantasy Crisis Core Rebirth, Reborn, Reunited, whatever. Remaster. Re uh, yeah, it is one of those. I was like, it. should I start that? Because I bought it already. Or should I start Marvel's Marvelous Midnight Suns? It's interesting. You have extra words in there. <laughs> yeah, I did that to throw you off. So I I, uh, I started Midnight Suns. I was like, all right, this is this will be a game that I can kind of pick up. And I know... Crisis Core is a game that's built on the PSP, so it's it's that pick up and play, do a mission, do two missions, three missions, whatever, put it down. But uh, this is what I kind of felt like I was itching for in the moment. And I'm hooked on it, Adam. It is so good. Mm. I started playing it last night, picked it up again this morning, played it a little bit into the afternoon. I am, uh, uh, I'm, I think I might like strategy games. Yeah, I had well, not. Well, the good ones. Ex exactly. I had not until um fucking mario rabbits i had not liked strategy games. i was like no this is not my genre anything that comes out in it not interested 100 percent. and then i was like oh except for mario rabbits and then mario rabbits 2 same thing great and then midnight suns was like fuck i think i like these things maybe i just haven't played good ones yet mm -hmm. having a grand time with this it's also you know that you know i'm in that card card game type mo yeah, yeah. mode and mood with uh inscription and then now magic and all that kind of stuff so that really helped it's scratching that itch too. Uh, plus, just it—it it is. People talk about Kojima games being all talk and very little gameplay. This game, if you want talk, whoo There's a lot of talking to do, and I'm enjoying all of it. All the conversation, all the dialogue so far is really good. So, I'm Who enjoying you it for most. Uh, right now, I am just getting into the the scratching the the surface of the Blade and Captain Marvel romance. Mm -hmm, yeah, Blade being all horny for Captain Marvel, so mm -hmm. good couple. Yep, yep. I'm not super far into it. I just uh, just beat the well, not beat. I guess Venom. You know, I fought, fought Venom, Venom once, and then yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm working towards whatever's next. Uh, but yeah, it's cool to see all those characters come coming back in ways that I you know I don't necessarily know all of. I don't know the Runaways, so I'm like learning the story of the Runaways for the first time, talking to mm -hmm. what's her face with the, the staff, and yeah, yeah. So that's cool. Kind of makes me want to watch that show, like you did. And uh, Magic's really cool. I haven't right now. I'm fine. I have to locate Magic. That's the last thing that I. That's where I left oh, okay. off right now. So I haven't gotcha. really talked to Magic yet. Other Apparently, than she was Magic. in that new that new Mutants movie that uh nobody yeah. watched yeah oh i watched I was it. Like, it was bad maybe i'll watch this bad movie because i actually like the character character after watching or after playing the game she's really cool in the game so that was i'm bad. glad you're liking it it was bad. um it was bad the new <laughs> new mutants movie was bad yeah 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 i got a question for you not a question yeah. so 
everyone knows our list. We just have initials most of the time and we don't write out what it is. IB, I'm going to guess irritable bowels. Yeah. Yeah. I've been sitting on the toilet a lot playing my analog pot. No. (laughs) (laughs) So this is a specific part of Destiny that comes around twice a season called Iron Banner. Oh, yeah. And it's a, you know, it's a competitive mode and you can only play it for a week at a time and it's only there twice a season. So if you want to get the rewards from it, there's a new armor set this season, which looks really cool. Um, there's specifically though, there is a shader that you can only get after you reset your rank in Iron mm-hmm. Banner and then almost reset it again. And the shader turns anything that's made of cloth into chain mail. Oh, oh and that's pretty cool. so it looks fucking dope. And so I was like, damn it. I was just going to, I just did enough Iron Banner to like get all the triumphs out of the way, get all the weekly challenges. I was like, cool, I'm done with Iron Banner. And then today I read an article in Forbes. It's like people are forming groups specifically to lose Iron Banner just to earn the reputation to get this shader. Mm, Because an Iron Banner match can take, and often does take the entire time, can take up to 10 minutes if you're actually playing it as it should, which is fine. It's a really fun mode. I really, really love the twist on it this time. It's capturing zones, but it's also, after a certain amount of time, there's uh, a bunch of cabal come down in the middle and you have to capture one high value zone in the middle. So it's a fun fight for that. The Titan bubbles everywhere. Mm. But, you know, 10 minutes is a long time and you have to fight, a, you have to play a lot of Iron Banner to get the shader. So, yeah, if you go to the looking, the LFG, looking for group part of the Destiny app, there are a ton of people who are in there for uh, LFG, um, Iron Banner, Loss, Loss Farm, I think is what most people are calling it. <laughs> Loss Farm. And you just get, you get six <laughs> people all together and you go in there, you don't capture anything and you all just emote and jump around and you're, the, it, Mercy kills you or Mercy ends the match after three minutes. Oh, okay. So, yes, you lose, but by losing, you get like 220 reputation, whereas a win gets you 300. So oh, you might as well just lose quickly. Exactly. Yeah, and if you fight sense. like hell to the 10-minute mark, there's a very good chance you're going to lose anyway, with, if you're mm. me, at least, because you're not good in, at competitive first-person shooters. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I joined a bunch. So I was I was going to play more Marvel's Midnight Suns this afternoon, but then I read that article, and I'm like, fuck, all right? Two hours before this podcast of just jumping into this group, going, and it's just flooded with people. It's like, all right, we're just going to go in there and emo. And then our very first match was against a group that also wasn't going to do anything, and nobody was capturing zones. And we're like, we're fuck, just one out. of us has got to do it. <laughs> So yeah, it's it's much much quicker. You know, you're earning it basically three times faster than if you were to actually play Iron Banner. So hopefully, I'll get all that done before it resets on Tuesday morning and get that hot shader. I hope so. That sounds like a good shader. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And that's it. That's all I play this week. Okay. Uh, I'm just typing something up. All right, cool. Well, then we will go ahead and move on to the next. The quest log. Oh, wait, no. Not quest log. I didn't talk about what I played. No, you got to talk about uh, Baldur's Gate 3, baby. Yeah, started playing Baldur's Gate 3. Um, so they're done with all the updates in early access. And they're going to be like, it comes out in August. But here's all the stuff for early access. And I haven't played it in a year. I just, I looked on the thing and it's like, oh, you have my last save was like January 2nd of 2022. I was like, oh, okay. It's been a long time. Um, and basically they have, I don't know how much more they're going to add. But when I went in there, I'm like, oh, there's stuff completely different. There's cutscenes and characters and places and stuff I've never seen before. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm not even done with the game. And basically every class is in the game except for one, uh, which I'm assuming will just come with the official release. Um, yeah, so there's a bunch of new options and playing stuff I've never played before. And it's like, it looks completely different from when I played it. And I'm like, I'm 
excited. Let's go. I've only played a couple hours of it because I was just sitting at my PC and like, you know what? Might as well. It's right here. But the main thing I did, which is it came out in December and I wish I had known ahead of time just because, you know, like, you know, like you like come down from like game of the year stuff and you're just like, don't play games or you dick around or whatever. Yeah. And I wish I would have played this Chained Echoes. Which is, uh, it's on Game Pass, it's on everything, but it's on Game Pass is the way that I played it. And I'm not a super big nostalgia like, oh, I'm going to play fucking, what's that game that everyone likes? Chrono Trigger. Yeah. I'm not like one of those people who are like, it's 2023, let me play Chrono Trigger again. But Chain Echoes is basically a Super NES RPG. So think, you know, old Final Fantasy and Chrono Trigger. It's like that style. Um, but just like the way you play it, it's like so, so. Here's here's the pitch, right? So think of Super NES RPG, like 16-bit RPG, right? Yep. It's your fantasy stuff. There's anthropomorphic animals. There's a big bull man. There's a big bird man. And there's people walking around. And there's castles. And you know, people have magic and swords or whatever. But there's also mechs, just like for no reason. People have mechs, <laughs> just in the fantasy world. Um, and some of your guys are pilots of those mechs, and it. Exactly like one of those, but it's so much faster and so much quality of life thing. Like you literally, so you go into a battle, right? Uh, and it's got the really cool system where like you see the order up in the corner. And then on the left side, there's a thing called overdrive. So based on you do attacks and stuff to move from yellow to green. And you want to stay in the green based on your abilities and shit. Because if you go red, you take double damage. But if you stay in the green, everything costs less and you do more damage. So it's like, hey, let me things to stay in this zone to do extra damage to people and when you finish a battle you automatically heal and all of your mana and stuff comes back 100 yes. percent. you don't have to waste time i love it i don't have to waste any time it's like let me do a fight all right everyone's at full let's go let's go tough fight we're done next fight we're full again i love it don't waste my time on a bunch of items and resting at taverns and all that bullshit <laughs> that those old games would do it's just like nah just enjoy it and have fun like you don't it's so low impact and it's like, I don't play these games a lot, so it's fun for me to, like, get into one of those. So, Chain Deck was great. And then it reviewed super fucking well. Again, no one had any idea because it came out December 8th. But it, like, reviewed super well and people were really digging it. So, uh, I would I would suggest it. I don't even like these kind of games and I'm, I'm it digging is, it. It's out on basically everything, too. I was everything. just wondering. Oh, it's Deck 13 publish it, too. Who, what have they done? Is... Did they do uh, Did they do the Surge? Surge 2? No. I think that's Hangar. What is Deck 13? Let's see what that they've done. Deck 13, the little pirate ship logo. Yeah, I recognize that. What have they done? Da, 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 da. Lords of the Fallen and the Surge. Yeah, no, same mm, same, okay, uh, okay. same people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Dope. very cool. Hey, look at you recognizing that from the Surge. Dude. <laughs> I fucking love the Surge. surge Nobody played that game. Well, I fucking love If you're a Dark Souls fan and you want a sci-fi version of Dark Souls, that's exactly what that is. Yeah. Search was awesome. But yeah, Chain Deckers is great. Um, and reviewed well. I wish I listened to people because it's really good. So yeah, everyone check it out. Good stuff. Uh, and now we can go on to our quest log because we've talked about everything. Nice. We got some more CES announcements from Sony. Oh, here's Sony hanging out at CES. Come watch us. Jason Finelli at GameSpot. That's what he said in his article. <laughs> uh, <laughs> during the Sony CES 2023 uh, press conference, uh, SIE President or excuse me, SIE chairman Jim Ryan announced Project Leonardo, a new accessibility controller kit for uh, PlayStation 5. Project Leonardo features a circular base and a kit of swappable buttons and joysticks that can be fully customized to the player's specific needs. 
It was developed, quote, with key uh, contributions from accessibility experts, community members, and game developers. Uh, the PlayStation blog also states that the PS5 will allow uh, those using the Project Leonardo controller to fully customize controls across all software, including mapping multiple buttons to the same uh, samplers. Uh, what? Get excited for a movie area. Anyways, I don't know what that's talking about. <laughs> uh, multiple Leonardo controllers can be paired, as can DualSense controllers in order to be used as a single controller. No official release information, including price release date, um, only that the controller is in development. So, I like this cool thing. It, if you see it, it's actually really cool. So, like, we have the Xbox One, which is basically, like, looks like a fight stick. Like, it's a square stick, and it's got, like, the two, like, pads on it. Like, the circle pads. Yeah. And you can customize it and stuff. This is basically, like, a joystick and then a circle of buttons. It kind of reminded can, like, me of, uh, you ever played the Simon thing as a kid? The, like, circle, the yeah. lights, and you got to hit the lights at the same time? It kind of mm -hmm. reminded me of that, but black and white. Yeah, black and white with a joystick on it. So, it looks really... I, uh, I'm not sure exactly how it works with accessibility as, you know, not needing any of those products myself, but it looks like a cool design and a thing that would work. It's like, hey, just the joystick. And then again, you can like have two of them or only use one of them, pair them up. All that sounds cool. And more accessibility stuff is never bad, uh, period. So I'm glad that all the big companies are doing it now. Except it also has, course, but, it's like customizable in a way that like there are things that you can put onto it that allow you to easily hit two buttons at once for anything that you might have to hit two buttons for, especially like fighting games, that kind of stuff. We yeah. have to do combos. Or I saw, I assume that's what these ports are for. I saw a couple of ports on there that look like they might be able to attach external switches to. Mm -hmm. So like people who might not have like motor control over their limbs might like hit switches on their headrest or something like that with their head to hit buttons. So it looks like you might be able to like wire in external, like your own external switches into this thing to act as buttons as well, which looks really cool. Yeah, very cool. We'll see when it comes out. But again, that's awesome that people are making those kind of things. Cool announcement at CES. Um, and then there's some... There's a little, they talk about PSVR 2 because mm -hmm. they're running out of time to talk about it, I suppose. Um, so we have some more Next PSVR month, 2 baby. games. Yeah. What is it? February <clears throat> what? 22nd, I believe. Oh, so the 22nd or 28th? A little bit then. All right. I don't, are there 28 days in February? Yeah. Is it a leap year? <laughs> <laughs> Not on an odd year. Only presidential no, no, no. election years. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's true. Uh, Gran Turismo 7's VR experience will be a free upgrade, uh, upgrade to the existing PlayStation 5 version of the game, uh, which means that the entire GT7 experience will be playable in VR. Uh, that will launch the same day as PSVR 2. Beat Saber, Chad's Woo! favorite game of all time, was confirmed to be in development for PSVR 2, though no announcement came with the release time frame. So they're like, hey, the most popular VR game of all time, we're making it again. Nothing else. Uh, and then there was also... Um, I didn't put it in here because it doesn't really matter, but there was a trailer for that movie, Gran Turismo. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I really wanted Gran Turismo to be a movie like Cars, where the cars are the characters and not mm -hmm. where we see like... Who was it? Who was in it? I can't even remember who was in it. Oh, uh, Tom Orlando Bloom? Was he in it? No, Orlando Bloom. That's what it was. Orlando Bloom and someone else. I'll, let me be honest. Hopper. The Hopper from Stranger Things. Oh, David yeah. Harbour. Yeah. Stop calling him <laughs> Hopper. It's David Harbour. Uh, the main thing for me about the movie, again, not as usual. I think the idea of it, because like there was like a really guy who played a lot of Gran Turismo and then got a chance to drive a race car. That's a story, and that's what they're making out of the thing. I will say, the perfect video game movie about cars is Need for Speed. Kid Cudi and um, what's Aaron the old Paul? Jesse? Yeah, Aaron Paul yeah. hang out, and I've never seen the movie, but those guys are hanging out, and I'm a fan. <laughs> so, uh, but it was yeah, not anyways, a good movie. I assume, I assume not. 
But uh, yeah, I know you're excited about Beat Saber. I'm sure you don't really care as much about Gran Turismo. Hell but that's yeah. Cool. I, I, I am being pessimistic so that I am hopefully surprised and delighted whenever they announce. They have not talked about whether there's a free upgrade. Like a lot of other games have said, hey, free if you have it on PSVR 1, you can get an upgrade on PSVR 2. They have not said that about Beat Saber yet. Hmm. I will obviously buy it again when it comes out. Yeah. But like I, I've... I put a lot of money into song packs on that thing that I would love to have just carry over. That would be wonderful. Yeah, you'd at least hope that that stuff carried over because if none of that carried over, that's a rough sell. Be like, yeah. rebuy the game, that's one thing. But also, all of the songs, like, well, that's a lot of money. Yeah. We'll see. So, yeah, I guess we'll see. Fun stuff. Uh, next up, big union news. Oh, big union coming in to ruin America. No, unions <laughs> are good. Uh, it's from Cameron Koch at GameSpot. Uh, quality assurance workers across Bethesda and Zenimax Studios have overwhelmingly voted to form a union with the Communication Workers of America, making Zenimax workers united the largest certified video game union in the United States and the first official uh, bargaining unit within Microsoft. Uh, Zenimax parent company Microsoft has voluntarily recognized the union, and Zenimax Workers United will now seek to bargain its first contract with the tech giant. Uh, Microsoft announced last year it was committed to creative and collaborative approaches with unions. And the company respect workers' rights by not resisting employee efforts to unionize. Um, I don't, you know, it's like a thing like, oh, cool, people are unionizing. But we've talked about, it's not a much of a thing now, but I remember five years ago or whatever, especially like Jason Schreier was only ever tweeting about fucking crunch, like constantly. Yeah. Um, and there's like no union to protect people on that. And the fact that one of the biggest gaming companies, like Zenimax, the parent company of Bethesda, of Machine, of like all of that stuff that Microsoft got in that uh, acquisition, they're the ones who unionize. So, like, that's a pretty big place to start it. So, uh, I mean, again, I work for you. I've worked for multiple unions and it's always been good for me. Um, so these guys getting protection and getting what they want seems like a good idea. I guess, Chad, do you have, do you hate unions? You <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't. <clears throat> what? What I think is really um, good to see about this is a lot of the times when union talk comes up, companies, uh, big tech companies especially in this case, like they, they tend to get defensive. And they're like, oh, shit, if you unionize, it's not going to be easy. There's not going to be uh, all your benefits are going to go away and all this kind of like it's going to be a very difficult thing. And they, they try to usually bust those unions up before they even start. So to actually see that they are supporting it. Um, that they are they are volunteering voluntarily recognizing that union. I think that's really cool, and hopefully we'll set a uh, precedent for the rest of the gaming industry. I think I saw it's probably Jason Trier again tweeting. It was like there are now five unions in the gaming industry, and hopefully this mm. now this recognizing them will hopefully make the others easier and let more pop up and all that kind of stuff. So this is really cool that they are welcomed. Yeah, it is interesting. I don't know the other the other I know one of them is uh was like Raven and all the people who were doing QA for Call of Duty were another one that did it, right? If I remember that. Yeah, it's interesting and there was, to uh, see that Riot, I think was another one, right? Did Riot? I'm uh, maybe. you're probably right. I, I don't remember. It is interesting to see it's mostly in QA compared to people working like in development. Um I don't know I mean obviously being I think a QA is probably tougher because I feel like they get a lot less pay and a lot less rights than a developer, even though developers go through crunch. Everyone I've ever known who's worked QA has had good and bad things to say about it. So uh, it's good that they're unionizing, but you know, you hope it goes across everybody because I, you know, crunch seems bad from the way that people t talk about it. So everyone getting a union seems like a good, good idea. Uh, and yeah, we'll see how quickly it goes across 
the industry as a whole. So, oh, there is a. I just looked it up. There was the big strike at Riot in mm-hmm. 2019 where they all were walked out. Game Workers United has supported actions including Riot Games 29 walkout. Um, I can't find anything definitively not right now whether they are, yeah. but uh, maybe cool. they got what they wanted based off the strike. Who knows? Yeah. The I might have told this story before because I remember we talked about unions <clears throat> before, but the only job I ever had when I fucking funny enough we talked about target earlier well off mic we talked about target when i worked at target they were making a big deal like hey you know if this was during training if anyone comes in and tries to ask you to join a union do not do it it's bad and you don't want to do it and of course i was like fucking 16 17 i was like i don't give a shit about any of this i work fucking two days a week whatever (laughs) but it was just so funny that the training supervisor was like the boogeyman the union man will come in here and he'll take away your money. Don't spot, don't talk to him. And it's like, what a weird move for Target to be like scared of unions. It's Target. Like, what are we doing here? But I just thought that was funny. Um, right. And last up, is it a light week? You can tell. Uh, special edition Zelda <laughs> question mark from Jordan Midler at VGC. By the way, I don't know if you've seen this, Chad. I have. I think this yeah. happened. It looks pretty. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's real. But the idea of it looks cool. Uh, images claiming to show a special edition of OLED Nintendo Switch, uh, themed after The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, has appeared online. Uh, images of the console appeared on the Famaboard forum? Famaboard? That's what y'all name your Nintendo forums? I guess it's like Famicom message like Famicom. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Uh, posted by user Kyson. Sure, I love talking about online personas. However, it's unclear whether the user found these uh, images uh, initially or if they're in possession of the console. Uh, if real, the console appears to include two gold Joy-Cons featuring ornate patterns. The patterns are replicas of the white dock, or replicated on the white dock, which also features the Triforce in gold. Uh, much like Pokemon Scarlet and Violet and Splatoon 3 Special Edition Switches, the package doesn't appear to contain the game, suggesting it could release prior to The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom's release date on May 12th. Again, don't know if it's real, don't know if it's fake, and again, not a lot of news, but this thing's sexy. That's what I will say. It, yeah. As someone who doesn't care about Special Edition Switches, it's pretty. Yeah, it looks really good. And this is this is one of the like things that I was hoping was going to be dropped with the transition into the new generation was like hmm. all of these special edition consoles that make me want to rebuy another version of the thing that I already own in my home that was several hundred dollars. But uh yeah, it does look good. I also if my prediction comes true this year about oh. new hardware coming from Nintendo like, how shitty would it be? Like, oh my god, our, our premiere title, Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, pick up this soon-to-become obsolete console that looks all ornate and shit. Like, that's, I was like, why do you do that with your coolest stuff right at the end of the console cycle? I hate that. I feel like 3DS also had a similar thing where they got, like, a cool Zelda one, and then they made a new 3DS and then killed 3DS. Yep. <laughs> like, right after that. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, just classic Nintendo, I guess. Um, but it does look cool. And what was your prediction? Is that you said that stuff would get announced this year or that there'd that, be nothing that about we would split? get some new announcement of more powerful hardware? Mm-hmm. So it would have to have it would either be a Nintendo Switch with a new chip, similar to like the new Nintendo 3DS, or it would be Switch 2 or whatever the successor is. But it would be announced, okay. not necessarily released, but we would see it this year. Interesting. Yeah, they'd be like, hey, that really cool special edition, you loved it. Also, in a month, we're going to talk about the new one. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're right. That'd be funny. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Uh, I'm not convinced. That would be wild. You know how crazy that would be to release Zelda and be like, well, this is it because we're going to make something new. Right? I'm just used to Zelda being like the a launch game, like a cross-gen launch game. But 
Oh, well. Uh, that's it for the stories. We do have two segments left. I'm going to let Chad go first, because apparently yours will lead into mine. Oh, what? It's Game On Game Show. The Game On Game Show. We play a game called Game On. The Game Show on our game show. Game, 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 game. Adam, you already know this game, because I had told mm. you, because it's going to feed into your segment, I think, a little bit. Um, this is a, uh, returning to an old tradition that we used to do on Respawn Aim Fire, where we... It's going to accomplish the three H's. We're going to get hyped. We're going to be hungry for upcoming games. And we're going to be horny as hell. <laughs> so uh, we're going to play Mary Fuck Kill 2023 Part 1. Okay. This is where we take a look at uh, some of the big bangers coming out in the first six months of 2023. We split them up into groups of three. We, mar- we rank them Mary Fuck Kill. And then at the end, we will have one game that we definitively want to marry as a podcast, one game that we mm. definitively want to fuck as a podcast, and one game that we definitively <laughs> want to kill as a podcast. <laughs> okay. So we have to agree. It has to be unanimous. Um, there are no value judgments associated with any of these titles. So just because we kill something doesn't mean it's a bad game. Just because we fuck yeah. it doesn't mean that we lust after it. So with that, I have four categories of three games. That's 12 games that I've split up into kind of different categories that might make it a little bit more challenging or fun to split them up. And by the end of this, we will have one of each. Okay. So looking ahead at the year, at the first six months of the year, because we don't really know the last six months until after E3, Summer Games Fest, all that kind of stuff. So at the Mm -hmm. first six months of the year, we've got a lot of shit coming out, Adam. This is, again, just some of the like really high-profile AAA releases. There's a ton of really great indie stuff that I'm looking forward to that's not represented on here. So... The first category is called A Lot of the Spooky Same. Mm. These are games that are coming out that are either remakes or we know exactly what they're going to be because that's the, the series itself. So we have Dead Space Remake, okay, Resident Evil 4 Remake, mm-hmm. and Diablo 4. Okay. Three games that are A Lot of the Spooky Same. Gotcha. So now you and I have to decide which one do we want to marry, which one do we want to fuck, which one do we want to kill. Where's the easiest to start? For me, well, here's where I'll start it. I think Diablo 4 has to be either a fuck or a marry, just because it is new. So that is more interesting to me. It also looks sick as hell. Uh, so I'm just going to start off and say I like that one. I would not put that one in a kill category, personally. Okay. I'll put that above that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to propose that we resident evil 4 remake i'm going to propose that we marry it because mm. here's the thing we'll put the little earwig in our thing we become part of the ganados and then we don't care we're just brainwashed this marriage like we're into it. We're, <laughs> we're part of we're part of this big zombie horde oh, okay and diablo 4 that's the slick new new that we cheat just mm. for one night just for just okay. once that's the fuck and the dead space is all about isolated and being like horrified and like that. Let's let's kill that. I don't I don't want to be by myself on a giant ship with monsters. That sounds terrible. I would say not for the same reasons, but also kill dead space because I think that one is the yeah. I don't I don't like being isolated. Like okay. I don't like games where you play by yourself. Period. Uh, and horror makes it even worse. So yes, again, I think it'd be great. But yeah, we can kill that one. And then I'm just trying to think, who would I rather have sex with? Diablo. Here's the thing, Chad. Mm-hmm. Now that you're playing Marvel's Midnight Suns, you know Lilith. 
Lilith shows up. She's fucking cool as shit. Yeah. Unnaturally sexy for no reason. Mm-hmm. Lilith, mm-hmm. also the bad guy Diablo 4. Yeah. Speaking you know? of a lot of the spooky same, like, we've had Lilith before in Diablo lore. Like, we mm-hmm. we, we know Lilith. Yeah. But wouldn't you rather be with Lilith forever instead of just one night? You know what I'm saying? Here's here's an argument on your side. Diablo 4, can, there, there um, are a lot of playable character classes. Mm-hmm. A lot of replayability. Make sure you're, yeah. you're going to be married for a long time. That's a lot of replay value. That's a lot of new things to explore about each other. Yeah. One night you're with the druid, one night you're with the barbarian. Exactly. <laughs> and even, even when you're marriage. with the druid, sometimes it's a wolf, sometimes it's a bear. Who knows? Yeah, there you go. And I would say uh, another reason to just, just fuck Resident Evil 4 is that she's going to fucking complain about being in a, in a garbage can or whatever. <laughs> what happened? Does it, doesn't she complain about she's getting in, in the dumpster. garbage? Yeah. yeah. She's in the dumpster all the time. Keep her yeah. in the dumpster. Dump her after one time. Here's a, here's another, you know how like in movies and stuff like that, and maybe this happens in real life and that's what movies are based off of. Like there's always that, like, <laughs> I'm going to go sleep with someone else just to make sure that I love you still. Okay. Yeah. So like you're with Diablo 4 and then you go have sex with someone in Resident Evil 4 remake and then their head pops off and it turns out they're a giant scorpion, gross flesh monster. And you're like, oh, mm-hmm. I do like Diablo 4 better. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I think that's what we should do. We should marry Diablo and, and have sex with Resident Evil in a dumpster. Okay, so we're going to marry Diablo 4, mm-hmm. we're going to fuck Resident Evil 4 remake in a dumpster, and we're going to kill Dead Space remake. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Category two, inspired by the silver screen. We Ooh. have Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. Okay. Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Okay. And Hogwarts Legacy. Hmm. Where do you want to start this at? What are you thinking? Um, I've got it. You got something? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Well, because you said it was Star Wars, Hogwarts, and what was the other one? Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. I will say, because you said movies are based off of real life, so I guess this is how (laughs) this is going to go, that of all those properties, the last Suicide Squad movie was great. Peacemaker, great. Star Wars, the shows are fantastic on on, uh, like uh, Clone Wars and all that shit, and I I love Star Wars movies. Uh, The last couple... Fucking Fantastic Beasts bullshit. Awful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's already getting a negative for me. Just saying. Those movies are really bad. (laughs) They're very bad. (laughs) So, just throwing it out there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. I hesitate to be involved in romantically somehow. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, you got a shark. Yeah. You got the psychotic woman with a hammer. Oh, but that's a good, that's a plus for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who else is in that? Who else? Uh, Captain Boomerang Man, Man, Captain Captain uh-huh, Boomerang Man. Oh, he could be funny though. He could be funny. And who's the other one? Deadshot. Deadshot. Oh yeah. Star Wars Jedi Survivor though. Like you got you got you're exploring the galaxy. You've got lightsabers. You got a dope dude, a robot, and maybe a companion. Now it's like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hogwarts Legacy could really be whatever you want it to be, though. That might be the yeah. ideal wife or spouse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another negative for Hogwarts. Yeah. You'd be marrying a child. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you can't <laughs> fuck a child either. Yeah, Can't do any of that. No, no, you're right. You're right. Hogwarts Legacy, we got to kill you. 
You gotta kill the child. That's fine. You, you can kill, kill the, the child. child. Can't, can't have sex with it, though. So then High on life walk so that we could run <laughs> and kill children so in video games. Yes. We're allowed to do that. Yeah. Oh, so then what? Who would be more interesting? Okay. Star Wars or Suicide Squad? I think Star Wars definitely seems like more... It's Star Wars. Star Wars. and hopeful. Yeah. And it's like... The, the psychotic woman with a hammer, like, that's something you want to tap once, but you don't want to be associated with for the rest of your life. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I think I'll agree with you, though. I think we'll agree on this one. That's fine. Okay. So we're marrying Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Mm-hmm. We're fucking Suicide Squad, kill the Justice League, and killing Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah. I like how all those things are based off real life, by the way. All of those things we just <laughs> yes. said. Yes. Yes. Uh, category three of four. This one's called the wait and sees. Okay. The wait and sees. These are games that are like, they're, they are high profile, but like, they're not necessarily trusted or the first entry was a little trepidatious. I'm like, I don't know how the second one's going to be. These are the wait and sees. Okay. Forspoken. Mm-hmm. Dead Island 2. <laughs> Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Okay. Hmm. Mary Fuck killed the wait and sees. Wait and sees for sure. I will say, as much as I want to like for spoken, that demo was fucking rough. Let me tell you. Oh, I did not enjoy it. that. No? I, I didn't get super far into it. I only got like 10, 15 minutes into it, but I did not enjoy the very beginning tutorial. But, like I've said before, the girl who's featured in that game, her mom, Lorraine Pascal, That's right. the most beautiful <laughs> woman in the world. So I'm not going to kill her just yet. Just based off of that, you know, getting yeah. married into that family might not be the worst thing ever. Yeah, yeah. that's that's royal. That's Hollywood royalty. What else right we got? There? The wait and sees. It was what was the other ones? Dead Island Two and Dead Zelda 2. Tears of the Kingdom. God, Dead Island Two is a joke, though, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that game's like a joke. Like it's a meme. Would you want to be caught dead like doing the what is it, the walk after the walk of shame coming out of Dead Island Two's <laughs> house? Would you ever want to be that person? No, hundred percent no. Hmm. I I did not enjoy Dead Island One, the game. Mm-hmm. I, I played actually quite a bit of it, but I did not enjoy it. Um, and this game has just been in so much development hell for a hundred years. I'm okay if we kill Dead Island. I think that that makes sense. Okay, for sure. But then, who do we want to have sex with? For Spoken or Tears of the Kingdom? Here's the thing. Oh man, this might be rough. I don't think I want to be with Tears of the Kingdom long term. If I have to deal with it at all, it's going to be one maybe. of those soulless marriages. <laughs> We're like, you're, you're just together for the status, like five years in and you're just miserable. You're like, I'll be in my den. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Compared to for spoken, you know, who knows again, mother-in-law might be cute. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It doesn't work out between you and her. Her mother-in-law is always there. No, her mother-in-law is your mom. Your mother-in-law. <laughs> yes, yes, her mom. My, yeah, her mom. Um, yep. I guess you would. Are you cool with that? Marrying for spoken and killing, or in a just fucking yeah. Zelda. Also, I'm okay with that. If you played this game with literally anybody else, there's no way that that is the way that that list yeah. goes. Zero <laughs> percent chance. Here's the thing, though. Like we know what Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is going to be. There's so much potential in Forspoken, though. We don't... That, mm-hmm. could be, that could be the start of a brand new franchise that carries us for decades. Could be. 
We all know Zelda's a dead end. <laughs> There's never going to be another one after this. Never going to get up and get a job. Just going to sit there and just, you know, live the same life over yeah. and over again. All right, try so force our... this, try force that. <laughs> our final category, before we have to pick the number one kill, the number one fuck, the number one Mary, is Chad's grab bag of PlayStation goodies. All right. These are all PlayStation exclusive games coming out in the first six months that I am super stoked for. Oh, not Spider-Man then. Hmm. Not Spider-Man. That'd been easy for me. We've got Destiny 2 Lightfall. Okay. Final Fantasy 16. Mm-hmm. And Horizon Call of the Mountain. Ooh. It's PSVR 2. Yeah. I will say Horizon is new and interesting. You know, it's like and uh, all those movies where they take the glasses and the overalls off of her and then she's like really hot, except for it's not <laughs> like that at all, because we already know that Horizon's pretty cool. Uh, but it's first person in VR now. That's interesting. And then, yeah, yeah, um, I like Destiny now, so you're not going to hear me complain. And the other one, Final Fantasy, you know, I'm just not a big Final Fantasy. Final person. Fantasy 16. Yeah. yeah. Here's the thing. Final Fantasy 16 is is cool. Mm hmm. I hesitate to marry it because I've I've always been of the opinion that like if I ever get to the point where I am no longer useful but I am in fact detrimental to the future of our society, please kill me. Like if I okay. ever get to the point where I'm just like a racist crotchety old man, like I I shouldn't be around. Put me in a wood chipper. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Final Fantasy 16, they're already off like right off the bat, their creators are like, Oh, everyone's white in this game because we wanted to be authentic to the 16th century or whatever the fuck. I was like, okay, okay, you're not you're not progressing at the same rate as everybody else. Mm -hmm. So like, I don't know if I want to be attached to that long term. Yeah. So I'm gonna vote we don't marry Final Fantasy 16. Fine with me. But then who's in the fuck category then? If Final Fantasy's out of Mary, and then do we wanna do we wanna marry Horizon? No, but then you would have I'm to gonna, think about killing Destiny. Let me let me propose this. Chad let me can't propose do this. <laughs> Destiny to Lightfall. Mm -hmm. It's a known quantity. It's yep. new. It's it's evolving, but it's it's basically the same. But there's something new that you're discovering about each other constantly throughout the years. But it's all faithful. That's something you mm -hmm. marry. Okay. Horizon Call of the Mountain. That's going to be a brand new wild experience. You're going to the sense of scale and all that for the first time. Like that's something that you're going to want to get in there, get horny and excited about and fuck. But what if it's like New Year's Eve, you've had too much to drink and it makes you vomit because it makes you motion sick. People throw up during sex all the time. That's what I'm saying. That could happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that more fun than than doing it with with, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of a white girl's name. Amanda well, well, let me throw this out there. You're going to be having sex in the 16th century. No one's taking showers. Everybody Ooh. smells bad. There's That's no gross. protection. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's like a lamb's stomach or something like that. <laughs> it's gross. Are you saying that we kill Final Fantasy? I'm saying we kill Final Fantasy 16. I'm fine with that. Okay. So kill it's the bottom Final of my Fantasy list 16. Um, Mary, Destiny 2, Lightfall, mm -hmm. Fuck, Horizon. Yeah, especially because I forgot who it was, but somebody was really into those feet. So like, if Dallas, you're, yeah, decent many games if, in the chat. Dallas, really man, into if you're feet. into those in those robot feet, man, that's a perfect yeah. time to have a one one night stand thing. Yeah, yeah. All right, so here's the last step of this: is now we have to. There are four for each thing now: four kills, mm -hmm. four fucks, four marries. We have to pick the number one of each of these. Okay. So let's start with the the game is called Mary Fuck Kill. So let's start with Mary. 
Mm-hmm. We have to choose who we're actually going to marry now. Diablo 4, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, Destiny 2 Lightfall, or Forspoken. I would say the most interesting, most like fulfilling, fun marriage would be Diablo 4. Ooh, twist. Mm-hmm. Why? Because everyone's like old reliable, and when that's cool and all. But think about reliable and exciting. That's a combo that's rare, and I think Diablo gives that to you. And Diablo also gives you torment difficulty, and that's sexy. <laughs> Everyone loves to be tormented, <laughs> you know. <laughs> to me, that's like that's so easy to you know. Yeah, my reliable and sexy. My suggestion was going to be Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Just mm-hmm. because, you know, that, that whole series is based around, like, hope. And, and like, yeah. that's kind of what I want to be surrounded by for the rest of life. But also, like, Diablo 4 is all about Satan. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's good, too, I guess. It is, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We can do, I will I'm give Diablo 4. Yeah. Let's do let's Diablo, Diablo 4. Yeah, yeah. All right. Mary is Diablo 4. All right, what game are we going to fuck? Is it going to be Resident Evil 4 Remake, Suicide Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, Horizon Call of the Mountain, or Zelda Tears of the Kingdom? Interesting. Where are you first? Oh, I was going to say everything with a colon got fucked. (laughs) That's what... (laughs) Pun intended. (laughs) But Jedi Survivor got married, so... Yeah. What are you thinking, then, for this one? Um... Resident Evil 4, Suicide Squad, Horizon, Zelda. I've got a two front runners personally, but I want to hear what you got to say. Not Resident Evil 4. No, me either. No. Um, Zelda's going to be boring. Yep. So it's either Suicide Squad or Horizon. And we can go the route of like, I've always wondered what it's like to fuck a shark. Mm-hmm. Or we can go the like, I can't believe I'm fucking this giant robot. Oh my God, this is amazing. Like we, there are those two routes. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the the second one's going to be a better, a more fun time. Horizon Call of the Mountain's going to be a more fun time to use that fuck on versus just like a I'm curious kind of time. Mm-hmm. I'll so that's where I'm just, and again, mostly because Dallas is obsessed with robot feet. And this is really <laughs> yeah. just for Dallas. <laughs> All right, so we are fucking Horizon Call of the Mountain. And finally, we have to kill either Dead Space Remake, Hogwarts Legacy, Final Fantasy 16, or Dead Island 2. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's an easy answer there, but uh, I just feel like Dead Island 2 is the one that is the most like on that list of things that are probably not, that have the best chance of being not good. Yep. Already like wrote it enjoyable. in. We are killing yeah. Dead Island too. <laughs> Get that out of here. Don't need it. Don't want it. All right. So that is for the first six months. Obviously, all of these games are going to get delayed and we're never going to play them. But right, the first six months of 2023, we are excited to marry Diablo 4, fuck Horizon, Call of the Mountain, and kill Dead Island 2. Tune back in July. See what we think about the second half. That's it for Game on Game Show. And that brings us to the... Segment, segment from Adam. Segment, segment from Adam. Segment, re- segment oh. from Adam. Yep. Segment from Adam. Segment from Adam. Segment from Adam. Segment from Segment from Adam. Segment from Segment. 
That's E.T. That's John Williams' E.T. Oh, okay. Dun, dun, <laughs> dun, 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 dun. No, that's something completely different. Uh, nope. So, this segment from Adam, it's the beginning of the year, and there's literally only one time we can do this. Uh, is at the beginning of the year, because it's the only time that it's interesting. So, <laughs> we're going to do a little Fantasy League, Fantasy Critic. What is this fucking called? Fantasy Critic. FantasyCritic.games. Yeah, we're going to do that. Um, and since it's just me and Chad, we're going to do five games apiece, and we're going to do a live draft now. So, here's the rules on this. We're not doing picking ups and counter picks and dropping it, because you're going to pick five games. And if they release, you will get scored based on what they score on Open Critic. If you get something that's delayed, doesn't matter. Don't have to worry about picks or drops, whatever. Just pick five. It's We literally can ignore this until the beginning of the year. That's that's my plan is to draft it, not worry about it till later. Uh, so I have it set to random, and I'm ready to hit start drafting. What are the what are the rules on drafting? Like, are we allowed to, like, platform re-releases? Like, if something comes out on Xbox or PS5, but it hasn't been in the past, does that count? Or no, remakes? Everything... Like, Dead Space remake, does that count? Remakes count. Okay. Um, Ports do not. So if it's like, oh, it was on this, but now it's on this. No. So I put I put it pretty lenient, but yeah, it has to be like okay. a newish experience in, in the year 2023. Uh, all right. So I hit OK on start drafting. Oh, it is my turn to drafting, and this was random. So what am I going to pick first? Adam, what is this list? So I have the list of upcoming games. And I don't personally care about it super much. But I think it's going to score super well. I'm going to go ahead and pick Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Adam, what's your uh, what's your what's your publisher? Your company who's you know betting on all these games? Oh, uh, my publisher's. I think it's just Team Gumby. It is. It is okay. Cool. It's not as creative as yours. <laughs> <laughs> Chad, what is yours? As I select uh, Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, my publisher is Duck Duck Poops. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's good. <laughs> but you're on the clock now, dude. I came up with it today off the top of my head, and it was, I just laughed so hard. Duck, duck, poops. It's, so it's pretty good. All right. Here's here's what I'm going to write in here. Mm-hmm. It's a known quantity. Okay. It's also coming off the backs of several other games that are very, very good, that have done very well, that are also known quantities. And I am going to draft Resident Evil 4 Remake. Oh, good good pick, good pick, good pick. Yep. And the original game already got great reviews. The remakes of the other games already getting fantastic reviews. That's what I'm putting in there. Okay. Did you click draft it already? Um, you it's in my thing, but draft. now it's... Oh, it's I have to pick the second game, I guess. Okay, so it's a snake draft. It goes, yeah, you get two snake, in okay. a row, then I'm about to get two in a row. Okay, got okay, it. Cool. Okay. Um, I have not thought this far ahead yet. So <laughs> he's like not ready for that. Um Oh, here's something else. Here's something okay. It's a sequel in the series. The first one got a lot of a little bit of flack for some technical issues, some hiccups, but uh overall was very well reviewed. I'm gonna put in here Star Wars Jedi Survivor. You son of a bitch. You stole because my video game. The sequel, they've got they've got the engine, they've got the bugs fixed, they've got all of that. Now they're just ready to throw out something super polished. All right. Took one of my favorites, but that's cool. There's no problem with that, because I'm about to get two in a row. So ooh. All right. Looking at this list, what am I gonna take a chance on? And I also have to think of so there's some things on my, on my list that are in my mind. I'm like, that might get delayed. I don't know if I want to chance something being that late in the year or not having a release date because some of these games don't have release dates yet. I will take one. I would normally would wait, 
but I'm about to get back to back, so it really doesn't matter. Uh, it's probably going to be one of the best reviewed games of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's probably going to be a front runner for indie game of the year. I'm taking Hollow Knight Silk Song, baby. Oh, shit. You think that's going to come out this year? That at that Xbox presentation said everything in this presentation is one year from now at latest. So I think we're definitely going to get it by the end of the year. So I'm taking Hollow Knight. Uh, I think that's going to be a banger. I think that's going to score very well. And I've got another one again. And what I'm going to do here. Hmm. See, I'm looking at that. I'm like, I don't trust that comes out this year. Uh, it's a bit of a cheat, but I know it's going to score well because all racing games normally score well, especially next gen racing games. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take Forza Motorsport. Okay. Okay. That game will get nothing, but I mean, literally Horizon 5 got game of the year at IGN. These games always view, I mean, it's a super pretty racing game. So Forza Motorsport, Xbox Series X version, you know, the re rebrand. Uh, and that's what I took. Forza. There we go. I believe we both have two games left. Okay. I am going to... I'm going to go with one that I think is a sure thing and one that I'm taking a chance on. The sure thing. Uh, reviewed really well. Got snubbed at just about everything the year that it came out. So I'm hoping that this one gets a little bit more recognition. This is Spider-Man 2. Yeah, I'm, I'm just games. worried about the release date. They I'm seemed very I... confident that it was going to be fall this year. So yeah, hopefully we'll see. Now this one is the one I'm taking a chance on. Mm-hmm. This one I'm I'm not sure that it's going to be this year, but Lord, I hope it is. I'm gonna go Final Fantasy Rebirth, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, the sequel okay. to Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah, they did say winter, so we're they not did exactly say winter. Sure, so but... but if it comes out. That might still be a banger. So. All right. So I currently have three. Chad has four. So I'm at two in a row mm-hmm. and then Chad gets one more. So yep. I can kind of do whatever I want at this point. Uh, Julie, I want to take a crazy one. All right. I'm going to go and get it out of the way. I'm glad it lasted to the last round. I didn't think you would take it from me anyways, but I will be picking Baldur's Gate 3. It comes out of early access into full release. I think it's going to be really good, especially it being only on PC, which means it's only getting PC reviews. PC nerds are reviewing it. It'll be a good time. So, Baldur's Gate 3. Oh, this game already has a score. Ah, damn oh, it. Oh, damn. Because it's currently in early access. I could override this, but I'm not going to. Just heads up, I would have took Baldur's Gate 3, because I think it's going to be awesome. I will go ahead and switch over to uh, Street Fighter 5. Or 6. Excuse me. Street Fighter 6. Okay, okay. Is anyone coming out? Again, fighting game, people really like the beta. People who like fighting games will review it and will probably like it a lot. So I'm just going to go there. And then for my last one, do I want to take a chance or do I want to be safe? Ugh. Okay. I want to take Armored Core so bad just because <laughs> I'm like, people are horny for From Software, but I really, Eldering got delayed. Like, delays are possible. We don't have a date. I'm also like, I think I'm going to go Diablo 4. We're going to marry it, Dang. and we're going to draft it. Well, that makes my next decision a little bit easier. Yep. I, sorry, I have to do it. I think it's going to be good. I think people are going to be into it. Uh, and that's it. That's it for me. That's my list. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So I'm still waffling between two games. I was, I was thinking Diablo 4 a little bit, so that took that out of the running. 
Mm-hmm. But I've got in here. I could I could go with Destiny Two Lightfall. Yeah, I think that you know people. Maybe who, who, I don't think expansion packs are actually allowed in this draft, so you might oh, actually really? be okay. able to go with it. Well, I might not be able to do that. I can I can try, but uh, I might not be able to. You can look it up and see. You only have one game left, by the way. Yeah, one game. So uh, and you have no games left, right? So yeah, I can I'm just done. talk out loud about anything. Yeah, you just, just don't fucking matter. Talk, talk, okay. Talk. Um. So the other thing that I was thinking about is maybe doing Redfall. Hmm. You know, I I had I had completely written it off and was like, okay, that looks kind of fun. But but then Cozy comes in with his prediction last week, yeah, and makes me think, huh, maybe this game is going to be a lot bigger than I thought it was. But I just don't know. Yeah, like I know Destiny Two is in like its heyday in terms of storytelling, and people are really enjoying the game and all this kind of stuff, and it's going to introduce a brand new power for the first time in two years. It's going to it's like I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm going to try Destiny 2 Lightfall, see if it lets me do it. And see if it pops up. It might not, because I think it's an expansion, so I don't think expansions are allowed in this draft. That's the thing I had to change before. It is, and I don't it really is change. ineligible. All right. Yeah, I, I assume so. I'm going to take a big old chance. I'm going to go with Redfall. Redfall. Ooh, all right. You throw that in there, and I'll read people out our list. Ooh. Okay, draft Okay. Complete. So our list. And again, no drops, no pickups. Whoever has the best score by the end of the year will win. I have Team Gumby. Has uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, <laughs> Hollow Knight Silk Song, Forza Motorsport, uh, Street Fighter Six, and Diablo Four. Duck Duck Poops has <laughs> 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 oh, Resident Evil Four Remake, uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, Marvel Spider Man Two, Final Fantasy Seven Rebirth, and Redfall. Now I do have a list of things that were on my list that I didn't get a pick. Um, again, I talked about Baldur's Gate, talked about Armored Core. Me replaced looks also very good, which is like the weird. Like 2.5D pixel art. Oh, uh, yeah. Blade Runner looking game. Yeah. looks awesome. Um, I also had Atomic Hearts on here, which is like the Russian Bioshock. I almost maybe. put that in our uh, Marifuck kill. Yeah. I'm like, maybe. I don't really know. Starfield was on here. I'm excited for Starfield, but who knows? Oh, how yeah. Re- Starfield. Oh. I don't know how reviewers are going to react. Like, I feel like that game could like a lot of eights and nines, but I'm looking for things to get tens. Um, Wolong, the Fallen Dynasty game. I thought about really that cool. too. Yep. Yeah, people that like doesn't Neo. have any like uh, estimated quarter or anything, right? I think it's a release date. I think it's like March something. Oh, does it? Like it has a, it has a release date. Yeah. Oh. Uh, that one's coming out soon. Octopath Traveler two, I almost put on there. Mm. Uh, I just feel like people know what that game is and they're into that kind of game. Again, RPG people will be reviewing RPG games, uh, so maybe do. I also had Dead Space remake as a potential one. But oh, I went right. with well, the ones Fallen that Dynasty I... March third. But I went with the ones that I listed. So by the end of the year, we'll see who scores better. Maybe we'll periodically check in on it as uh, things come out to see how we're doing. But uh, right now, that's that's how the that's how the draft went, and that's my segment for the week. All right, thank you, Adam. We will know the results of that probably at the end of the year. So yep, <laughs> we'll we'll continue to check in on it though. Um, and that's it. We've already done Game on Game Show, so that is it for our podcast, episode 290 of Respawn Aim Fire. We have news about our Patreon barf poll. If you are a patron, you can go to patreon.com slash Fire, float us a dollar, and you get the vote for, you get to vote on our backlog accomplishment with Respawn and Friends games that we play each month. Uh, so you get to choose. Adam threw out four games on there. Uh, the poll was up for a little over two days. 
And I assume you are looking that up right now, Adam. Yep, I've is already that looked it up. Oh, perfect. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what is our barf game for the month of January? The winner of the barf game for January is Metal Gear 3. Metal Gear Solid 3, excuse me. Snake Eater. Um, so, yeah, Metal Gear 3 is what we're going to be playing. I'm uh, looking at how long to beat right now. It says just main stories about 16 hours. So, All right. Now I've got to decide if I'm going to play that on Vita or whether I'm going to play it on my See PS5. which version you have of it. I, even though that, you know, it's an older game and, you know, Konami's weird with their releases and not releases. I know that there is an HD collection of 2 and 3, which I own, which I yep. was like, all right, I can do that. And like you said, there's also like a PSP and a GameCube version. This game is, it's all over the place. Yeah. Um, oh, it's even on Vita. Yeah. Look at that. I think I, I, think I played it on Vita. Vita when the collection came out and then I transferred my saves. I don't know if you know what transferring is, but that's the made up word that Kojima made up for transferring your save data between consoles. But I'll transfer my save to my PS3, which popped another platinum trophy, or maybe it was my PS4. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you I got two crazy? in that game. For but, as much as, again, I, I appreciate Kojima. I like people who are creative and stuff. I normally don't vibe with his games. I'm actively playing two Kojima games now based on this barf pull. I've been playing Death Stranding. Nah. Yeah. And then I stopped that because I started playing a better game in Persona 5. And now I'm going to be playing Metal Gear Solid 3. So. Maybe the Kojima bug will bite me. I've tried seven times before. We'll see if it happens this time. <laughs> but I'm, I am excited to play. This is one that people like a lot, right? Have you ever played a Metal Gear game? Yeah, I've played multiple. I've played okay. like an hour of multiple, and then it was like, mm-mm. Gotcha. So, we'll see. This is the well, one with is, the bees, right? <laughs> this is the one to play. Yeah, this has the, the one with the man with the bees. It's got a... Uh, this is a good one. This is a good one to play if you're going to okay. complete one for the first time. This is good. Yeah, if it's, it's also, 16 hours for main, it's probably eight hours of, of cutscenes. So eight hours of gameplay. I can, yeah, I can eight hours with. of codex calls. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, cool. All right. If you are playing Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater at home, um, or if you've played it in the past and you have strong feelings about it, let us know. Be on the show. Come join us. Talk about it at the end of the month. Um, or you could just, if you don't, if you're camera shy, you can just write in your thoughts via email and we will try to remember to read them. Good thing about having Alex on the show now very regularly is that like we never forget to read his thoughts because he's just here now and he can say them out he's loud. Just there to do it. <laughs> it's great. All right. That's it for episode 290. Thank you everyone for listening. Until next time, here's our usual sign off. Duck duck poops. <laughs>